Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Players NIL podcast. My special guest today and business partner, Ryan Shackner. Ryan, welcome to the podcast. Hey, I appreciate it. I'm really looking forward to it. I've enjoyed everything that I've done and, and my engagement with the Players NIL so far. So yeah, I'm ready to rock and roll and have some fun today. Perfect. Well, we'll get into your current career and we'll get into uh, the Players NIL pillar number five, financial literacy next week. But you know, part of what we do here is we try to, you know, uh, analyze and uh, tell stories about people who've been fortunate enough to use sports to better their life. And uh, I think that includes you. I know it includes me. So, you know, why is athletics, why are sports so important to you? Tell us about your family history and your athletic career and, and why you love sports so much. Yeah. So at age 13, I was uh, kind of a happy accident where I found myself uh, in a, a pro uh, the Atlanta Braves came to town and this was in the mid nineties when the Braves were, you know, they were kingmakers, right. And they were winning the, their uh, division all the time. And uh, they came to town for a tryout camp and I was practicing on a, a, on a baseball diamond right next to where they were. I had no idea they were going to be there and they needed an extra catcher. And I was transitioning to catcher and I was practicing. And so I came and I caught some of the pitchers and, um, you know, then I got some batting practice and what was supposed to be, you know, 10 swings with a wood bat, which I'd never used a wood bat, ended up being a full bucket of baseballs for me and uh, a lot of attention from these scouts. And from then on, I had kind of said, all right, I'm going to be a pro baseball player. You know, if the Braves like me, right. And they kept in touch over the years. And so uh, went on to, you know, high school baseball, obviously travel and college baseball. And the last game of my freshman year, I remember it, it was blue skies. We were playing at Illinois, Chicago, this Chicago skyline in the background. And I blow up my shoulder and it was nasty. It, it swelled up black and blue and uh, ended up being a career ending injury. And so I, I realized really quick that, you know, my pro dreams weren't going to happen and I needed to pivot, except I wasn't the best or most focused uh, student. And so I needed to pivot and I needed to get an internship and I got an internship through a relationship I had because of baseball. And I was among kids that were significantly smarter than I was, had had more academic accomplishments, but I kind of fell back on my athletic career and just said, listen, I, I may not have always been the most talented uh, baseball player, but I could I could outwork you and I could apply some of the lessons that I learned in athletics into that internship. And that happened to be in financial services. And 23 years later and a move to Charlotte, North Carolina out of uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and uh, still running my, my firm and um, and hiring as many athletes as we can and. Uh, and then, you know, just to, I love watching sports, right? I think for everybody, uh, especially as you get a little bit of gray hair, which I'm, which I'm getting, the, the hair that I'm keeping is turning gray. Um, you know, I, I think you, it reminds you of your youth and you can kind of relive some of those days. And, uh, and so it's just fun to, you know, it played a huge impact on where I am today in my life, but, but also um, just getting enjoyment out of it still. Well, I love it. You know, it fits right into our, our model here at the Players NIL, which is, you know, using athletics to better our lives. And even though your career was cut short on the field, it sounds like the lessons that you learned, the people that you met, maybe some of that determination, and maybe it actually fortified you and made you even more determined to make it off the field because you couldn't fall back on that. Who knows how life works, right? 
Yeah, so exactly. the second the second part of our, our mission statement is to use athletics to better the lives of the people around us. And that's what I want to talk about today. So amustwind.com. You're a, you know, a, an author. You're trying to help lots and lots of athletes. Thousands of kids have come under your tutelage. Tell us about A Must Win. Tell us about your passion and what you're doing today. Yeah, so I really, you know, all the really good things in my life happened to be just accidents that wasn't all planned out. And so prior to COVID uh, shutting down the world, I uh, had a, a young man reach out to me. He was a basketball player at UNC Charlotte, and he wanted an internship. He was a finance major, super sharp kid. You know, it's one of these when you're five seconds in, you're like, I'm finding a role for this kid. And got to talking about, um, you know, what his goals were, what kind of financial, personal finance they were getting as part of the athletic department and realized really quick that they were getting nothing. And, you know, it had been a while since I'd been in college and I didn't really get anything, but I would have thought in that time, uh, you know, about 18, 20 year time that it would have gotten better. And uh, the reality is it wasn't. And so I had worked out a uh, presentation that I was going to do uh, to the men's and women's basketball team. And uh, right when they were done with the tournaments and then the, all the tournaments got canceled and, uh, you know, everybody was in quarantine. And so I started working on what I thought was going to be a presentation and uh, sent it to a buddy who sent it to some publishers without me knowing and publishers call and they're saying, we want to do your book. And I asked them if they had the right phone number because, you know, I didn't write a book. I have a presentation and uh, so a lot of back and forth. I agreed to do the do the book and um, a, a, around or along through that editing process got introduced to just a ton of current and former professional athletes and developed some, um, you know, really good and really deep friendships with these guys. And through these friendships, we've had a lot of really candid conversations and and clearly financial literacy or personal finance education practical education, right? Which is one thing why I'm so excited and teaming up with uh, the players NIL with, with the financial literacy is because it's, it's all about, hey, how can we give the people that are part of this program stuff that they can learn and go out and use immediately and not create any guesswork, right? And um, so we recognize that there were some gaps in what was being delivered at the collegiate level and it was a lot of, you know, somebody going out there and uh, whether it's a bank or a financial advisor and really only talking about the products that they make money from, right? Which if it was me, I'd do the same thing. And we said, no, we got to take a different approach to this. We want to talk about all the different ways you can make money, how it fits in different phases, uh, as well as the, you know, the blocking and tackling the fundamentals of finance. And so um, that's really the approach we started taking and, and developing and really working with uh, athletic departments. And through that process, right, we started working with athletic departments. NIL launches uh, a year, right around a year ago. And five days later, my book launches. And again, happy coincidence, accident, whatever you want to call it, book hits bestseller. And then that kind of gets me on the NIL uh, train and I uh, had a lot of parents here in Charlotte, North Carolina that had um, that were parents of high school athletes, football and wrestling. And and they were asking, calling and asking about name, image and likeness. And um, through those dialogues and conversations, they started asking about, can you help my kid build a brand? And I was like, no, I'm not a TikTok, tell you what to do, dance sort of thing. And uh, but 
I was also with me and some of these athletes were trying to figure out how do we solve the bigger problem of kids going to an athletic program four or five years in school and not really maximizing and utilizing their time on campus. Meaning, you know, you have the, the scout team, right, that they're never really going to see the field. They're there to go to school and they're just happy to go to school and be part of the team. Then you have um, the rest of it. They think they have a shot at being a pro. I is in that in that category. I did not maximize my time on campus like I should have. I didn't build the relationships, relationships that really that I developed and helped me transition into the financial services space um, when I had a shoulder injury. And I didn't really maximize that opportunity. And so if we could uh, help these kids identify how to build their brands, you know, using some sort of data. Uh, and so we started giving them these personality profiles and we started, then we developed our own profile. And so now we give them these profiles and we help identify how to build their brand for NIL or high school kids for recruiting aligned with their personality. So they're being authentic. We can identify strengths, weaknesses, but at the same time, we're helping them identify, Hey, what careers based on your personality, are you naturally inclined to be successful at and to enjoy? And then we help them connect and start building relationships because, you know, being in this space, it's hard for a football player, a basketball player, or a lot of athletes to do an internship. And so how do we create relationships that are going to, um, you know, kind of take the place of that, that full summer internship? And so we started doing that and that started really hitting and uh, then I was getting introduced to businesses that were asking, how do we uh, work with, with athletes? And it was these non-traditional businesses, right? It was, it was restaurants. It was cross, individually owned CrossFit facilities. And, uh, and now we've just kind of started in the last couple of weeks a, hey, let's, let's discuss and let's help engage these small business owners engage with these athletes and, and not necessarily football, but let's look at you know, gymnastics, let's look at, uh, you know, basketball, field hockey, all these different uh, opportunities that are out there within the small business communities. And, uh, and let's help educate the businesses. And then let's help figure out how to match uh, the non, you know, non power five, non football type athletes to be able to really take advantage of it. Okay, there's a lot to unpack there. (laughs) (laughs) Not your first time doing this. Look, I love it. You're trying to help athletes, and that's what the Players NIL is all about. And we are also aligned in our global approach to it, uh, not just financial literacy, but, you know, community service, tax legal compliance, you know, digital marketing, all the things that you've mentioned. So we just completed year one of NIL. Let me ask you, tell me some of the surprises. What, 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 what surprised you in year one? You know, I think that what surprised me is that the athletes that um, – the entrepreneurial athletes that are out there not necessarily seizing the opportunity that they have, right? Kind of letting the QB ones, the the Ohio State, Texas quarterback that's getting the car and the spending money uh, really take the reins on this thing. Uh, but, you know, in my view, NIL has really taken the restraints off the athlete and the alumni base for communication and um, and really being creative in how they can support each other. 
And I just think there's, you know, even for the D3, D2 athlete, there's such an opportunity to engage with the local businesses in the community that I'm just surprised that I didn't see more of that uh, happen. Um, you know, it was it was really largely social media based. And if you had a following, uh, then you got opportunities and it was large companies that had money to throw at this to see if it would work. And it was a lot of that type of stuff. And I think that's what I was surprised at. But and that's really where we kind of came in with our third leg of what we do at a must win. But I think you're going to see a lot more of the athlete recognizing what the opportunity is and um, and really taking advantage of uh, of that opportunity. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. I, I tell people that's the top two percent and that's probably generous of the power five schools that have, you know, the logistics and the support. So let's say it's the 98% that don't. And I did see a lot of people sitting back. And of course the news sensationalizes the quarterback at Texas and Ohio state. And everyone falls in love. Everyone falls in love with that story and thinks that's the way it is. So that's why I think in year two, which we're now, you know, beginning month two of that, that um, education is going to be paramount. And so as we close here, just share with my audience, when they take Pillar 5 financial literacy on the playersnil.com and Ryan Shackner is our partner, what are they going to learn? Give me a summary. Yeah, I'd say just to echo what you said, I think the NIL Summit, which they was the first one they held down in Atlanta uh, this past summer, a couple months ago, that exact uh, what you just predicted was what the student athletes, and these were student athletes of Power 5 schools, um, came out and said, we need life skills, we need personal finance, we need this type of education that, um, that you know, the players NIL is, is bringing together and delivering. And so I, w- what you're going to get in pillar five, right, the personal finances, you're going to get the fundamentals, right, you're going to get the footwork piece of what you uh, what you need to know from a financial standpoint, all the way from credit to a little bit on tax to budgeting. And you're going to get it in a way that is not the typical boring, mundane finance talk, right? It's all done through the language of athletics and sports to make it extremely entertaining, easy to understand and easy to implement. And we're going to talk about topics like owning a business, the different types of businesses you can own. Uh, you don't have to invent a product to do that. Um, how about, you know, the stocks, the bonds, the traditional stuff, but what about NFTs and cryptocurrency and how does all of this stuff, real estate, all of this stuff, right? How does this fit into, or could it fit into a, uh, a financial plan and help creating a legacy, a positive legacy that you want, uh, financially. But I think the most important thing they get in pillar five is developing their money mindset because we all bring baggage to the table in everything that we do. And a lot of times we see athletes that aren't growing up in a really you know, positive financial environment, and they carry that with them throughout their life, right? And they're at a perfect time at you know, high school or college to just unload that baggage and say, hey, I'm going to start fresh right now. Uh, and I'm going to, and I'm going to develop my money mindset, right? If you throw an interception, you're a quarterback, you got to forget about it. Uh, otherwise it's going to affect every throw you make from now on. Right. So we have to have a short-term memory when it comes to that. And I think that's probably the most important piece, uh, in my opinion, they're going to get from pillar five, but, uh, all the other stuff is really good too. 
Awesome. I can't wait to uh, share your curriculum with our audience. I know they're going to benefit from it. Uh, as we close here, Ryan, where can we find your book? What's the title and how do I buy it? Yeah, Foundation for Financial Excellence. Uh, it's on Amazon. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, Ryan at amustwin.com is my email address. So if you need to get a hold of me, uh, and then on Instagram. So at amust.win. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, my partner. And uh, we wish you all the success in the world. And uh, I can't wait to continue working with you and, and changing the lives of student athletes. Thank you. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Thank you.